0: You are about to enter the fantasy football show. Please stand by like a boss. Estas entrado al fantasy of football novellas. con el patron.
1: Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show. Live, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also from the
0: FantasyFootballShow.com
1: News Desk. Here is your breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Early, early morning here on the Fantasy Football Show with breaking Saquon Barkley news. First of all, let's take off the rope. It is an early one here. In casa day, Smitty here in Arizona. Thirty six of you in here already. Punch that thumb up button. Saquon Barkley inking a one year deal as we talked about an adjusted one year contract. We knew it was probably gonna come. We knew Saquon Barkley was probably gonna show up. We knew it was probably gonna be a small little delay that would cause a little 80p bump down in uh, an advantage to be taken by all of you. And I don't understand why Saquon Barkley folded so quickly to this contract amount because not much was offered. He was originally, I thought, offered a 13 or $14 million deal at one point. But it is what it is to him, as he said so clearly before. Uh, the Giants and Saquon Barkley... Agree to a new one-year deal worth up to $11 million. Sources say Barkley gives himself a chance to beat the franchise tag amount. He gets a $2 million signing bonus, and there is a million dollars in incentives. Here's another report on the Saquon Barkley contract uh, compensation update. Barkley's new one-year deal with the Giants is worth $10.1 million fully guaranteed, similar to the franchise tag amount, including a $2 million upfront signing bonus. Deal includes $1 million in, in incentives. With an equal amount paid for thirteen hundred rushing yards, eleven touchdowns, and sixty-five receptions. So essentially Barkley, you know, came back to the to, to the situation for a, a what I think is a a very small amount in terms of what he was fighting for. But Barkley is now uh set to report and that holdout or that I don't want to say holdout because he wasn't under contract, but that sitting out uh, is now over, and Saquon Barkley is now back in play. Let's go. Uh, we talked about this over and over, saying that the adjusted one-year deal on the last show was potentially the solution here, and the team came to the table. Again, I think it was a very, very uh, low offer, and considering the the vibe going on with Saquon, um, considering the vibe going on with the RBs, I don't think it was enough, but... It is what it is. It got Barkley to the table. Barkley signed the one-year deal, and he did not uh, avoid a franchise tag for next year, though. That is something I would have made sure was included. Maybe they assured him they wouldn't franchise tag him next year. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this is something that was pretty, I think, uh, uh, easy to see coming at the end of the day. When you look at Barkley's interview, a lot of people took his interview out of context, but Barkley ended up saying uh, something along the lines of, like, I could say, F my team. I could say, I'm just not showing up. But if you watch the entire interv- interview, the 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 vibe that he was giving and the tone was that he could do that. But is that what he wants to do? No. Is that what he's, you know, going to do? No. Has he thought about it? I mean, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. But the vibe was very clear that he wasn't going to take this thing the distance. So, um... Saquon Barkley signs the one-year deal. He's back. That very that very short amount of time where you could take advantage is gone. This was a player that I absolutely loved at the 3.1, uh, which is what a lot of you were able to, to pull off in your underdog fantasy promo code Smitty drafts for about a week. Uh, so for about a week, people were able to take advantage of Saquon Barkley's very, very low value. Um, and and now he's gonna fly right back up the board. The question is, where does Saquon Barkley climb to? Does he climb straight up to 2.1, 2.4, 2.5? I can't believe I can't believe he was a 3.1 overall player on Underdog Fantasy for about a week straight, just sitting there. And that that's why you always you traditionally always bet against the player holding out because in today's NFL, as I've said multiple times really can't hold out you really can't hold out there's really no and this wasn't a holdout He wasn't signing his tag but same concept you can't just sit out you can't sit out and not get your 10.1 million not to mention there's just there's nothing to fight for at this point other than that one year uh adjusted contract which we talked about on the last show which is what happened everything we said happened happened um we weren't sure how long it was gonna go on, that was the concern. If if Barkley were to wait like Jacobs is looking like he's gonna wait, then you have a a, a much more um likelihood of injury if Saquon Barkley were to hold out for two, three weeks, you know you know, then it'd be a it'd be a, a real problem. You know Jacobs is one of the biggest avoids in fantasy football twenty twenty three already. Jacobs is a is a guy I won't touch near his ADP nowhere near not even like a half around or around near his ADP I won't go near him and this was before the guy wasn't coming and inking and his you know franchise tag contract is one year 10.1 million dollar deal now Jacobs is untouchable period because he's going to have more injury risk he's going to have huge injury risk anyway because he's facing eight man front after eight man front in a bad offense with a horrible defense and Jimmy G is his quarterback and, and teams are gonna say, Hey Jimmy, beat us. Go ahead and beat us, Jimmy. Uh let's see here. Um on on the whole, it's too easy to replace RB's Aren't Elite Top Five, says Travis. Yeah, a lot of people saying that um, you know, he could have got a lot more. And and I, I agree. I mean, this this feels this feels like a fold to me. You know what I mean? Like I don't blame him. He wants to get his money and, and I would have probably done it too, to be honest with you. I mean, look, he wants to go out and have a successful year. What did I say to you guys? He's a smart guy. And, and while many people will say this is not smart because he folded, this is exactly what I said was going to happen. He's not going to hold out long. It's going to be something to where he comes to the table and, and says, you know, what kind of adjusted one-year deal can we do? Can we, give, can we get my, can we get me a little more? Can I wet my beak just a little bit more? I want to wet my beak just a little bit more New York and New York gave him just a little bit, not a lot. They gave him a little bit and he felt comfortable enough to say, you know what? I'm going to go out there, ball out and I'm betting on myself. I'm banking on myself. He should have got a no franchise tag clause in there, but he didn't. He should have got that. I don't know how he didn't negotiate that. He could have got that if he wanted, he could have said, Hey, I'm not doing this. If you don't give me a no franchise tag, walking into the, uh, to the next off season. But, Maybe they assured him they wouldn't, which is not something he can, you know, bet on. Uh, it's 6:40 a.m. I'm walking the dog and get a message. Smitty's live. This is the best possible way to start my day. This is why you're the goat. Thank you for your $10 hauler, Salty. And you tell the you tell the boys you tell the boys right there. The dogs. We said hello and sent the them to the moon, young man. Appreciate your $10 hauler. Barkley wanted to be at camp. Um, yeah, doesn't doesn't want to hold out on the team. I agree. And 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 Jack, you know, Jack says he respects the the uh commitment to his team and wanting to win. And as I said earlier, he's a smart guy. This is why I said he would sign. Um he's a smart guy because he knows that the longer he holds out, this guy that recovered from an ACL Terry doesn't want to do this again, the longer you hold out, the more likely you are. To get injured, it doesn't matter if you're working out with with chains around your neck and you're doing push-ups on rubber bands and pulling Mack trucks with your teeth. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't it doesn't help uh, avoid or stave off injury if you're uh, if you're not out there cutting with your players on the on the field on the grass, uh, taking handoffs, getting your body ready, getting your your knees ready, getting your 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 knees in a groove. And not just thrown to the wolves where you're gonna tear an ACL or go out there and rip a hamstring because you're not prepared or ready. We've got we've got the 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 yard guys out there in the back just demolishing the backyard, just rent just uh uh de- demoing the backyard and getting the the yard ready. The yard hopefully by Friday will be a whole new backyard. I'll be live streaming back there. It'll be a nice little. Um, nice little uh, uh, live stream environment. And I've got the basketball court. It's going to be a nice little thing to do. Go out there with the, the laptop, go live, um, and just every once in a while change the scenery in Casa de Smitty. Um, okay, so James says Robinson will get cut yet again, says Prime. Um, Robinson will be solid cuff. I don't know about Robinson, bro, at all. Uh, I, I wouldn't draft him one single time. They held a Zoom call just for Barkley to turn turn it on them. Someone says he folded. Dial in if anybody wants to have a conversation about this. The phone line is open. Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. Anyway, I'm glad, glad you're all here with me. It's early here in Arizona. 104 of you in here. Punch that thumb up button. Um let's let's roll you guys got any conversation you know pieces or topics around this please please hit me with your question dial in and we can discuss i know it's early for a lot of us it's early it's six forty a.m in arizona I had, to, I had to get out get my with my bathrobe had to go live here and break this news but saquon barkley is returning to camp um saquon barkley signs a one-year deal just like we talked about last live stream, that it was very, very likely to happen. I think, what did I say? 5% chance he holds out, you know, the season. There you go. There you go. Always always bet on the player returning because this is not an NFL that is uh, uh, beneficial to a holdout player. It's not. It's not. There's no benefit for Barkley to hold out. He would have just missed money. He would have just got his body out of tune. He would have just built up some rust and cobwebs, and we've seen it end badly. And what did I tell you? Barkley's smart. Barkley's not going to sit out. Barkley should have held out for more money or at least got a no-franchise tag clause for next year. But it is what it is, as he eloquently put it. It is what it is, and he got what he felt was enough. And I think the RBs might not be upset in the group chat necessarily But I think coming back this quickly without getting something very, very significant, at least significant to the running back community, might be looked at as like, okay. Unless, you know, maybe the boys in the running back text are like, hey, go back, bro. Go back. You know, I don't know if he's in that text. I don't know if he cares about that text. I imagine he does. I know Josh Jacobs is in that text and they said, deuce out, bro. They said, Jacobs, get on a plane, go to Vegas. And deuce out, go cause some trouble somewhere, so that we all can have another another reason to avoid Jacobs. Jacobs is not likely to sign. He got on a plane, and he got on a jet plane and took it on out of of uh, of Vegas. He either hit the strip or he flew out. We're not we're not sure. Um, Saquon gonna climb again, says Vampy. Uh, yes, he is. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see and hear where some of you took him. You know where you got away with stealing Saquon Barkley away? The week of uh, this is like prime prime week <laughs> on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. It was practically like prime week. Saquon Barkley was half off for just one freaking week, and 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 I think the overreactions caused some good underdog teams. I've got a team that I'm pretty proud of on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. I have to admit, let me show you that little number. Because I got it right here, and it looks glorious. Let me see where it is. This no, this little number right here. I was able to uh, accumulate this little team on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty because of the knee-jerk reactions that we were able to take advantage of for a very short period of time, as many um, were so petrified of Saquon Barkley not signing. Um, his franchise tag, which I understand. It's just it, it was in the, in today's NFL. It, you know, it's just it's not an NFL that is uh, conducive to a player benefiting from a hold a holdout. And here's another report here. To be precise, Giants running back Barkley had nine hundred nine thousand dollars, so under a million worth in incentives added to his deal. For three categories, let me let me put this on screen as well. This is a, a an update from Schefter, just literally 32 seconds ago. So let me let me put this on screen. Hold on one second there, Brucey, while I put this info up on screen and talk about it real quick. Just hang tight there, Bruce. Appreciate you calling no in, problem. Uh This this right here is the incentive uh, package that was <laughs> added to his deal, according to Schefter, just two one minute ago, about 58 seconds ago. To be precise, Giants running back Saquon Barkley had 909,000 dollars worth in incentives added to his deal in three categories: 1350 rushing plus a playoff berth, 65 receptions, 11 touchdowns, uh 2 2 million dollars in incentives total uh from what I gather and there's, you know, a, or there's a 2 million dollar signing bonus essentially. So, Barkley getting what is described as 11 million dollars total, which is 1 million over the guarantee there's some numbers that are crossing a little bit they're crossing streams uh with some of the reports right now but essentially we're hearing he got a two million dollar signing bonus i believe of the 10.1 million and then the incentive package of a million and then they're suggesting another report there's another million but it sounds like it's 11 million who the hell knows if there's one or two million dollars or not They're, they're crossing streams brucey and, uh, you know, but, but it just came out, so everybody's trying to digest it all. But this team right here, your boy, was able to create this team right here. Look at this. And, and I didn't even take Barkley like a 3-1. I took him at 23 overall. I took him at 2.11. But as everybody's panicking like a petrified Peter, just, just, just getting all scared. I'm not drafting Barkley. I'm not going to stay away from Barkley. Look what your boy did. Look at your boy did. I even took Jameer Gibbs at the turn. Don't judge me. Don't cast a stone. Just understand. I wanted to try and build this specific team and I did it. I did it. I did it live. I it's live right now. I'm one pick away from getting Justin Fields on top of this team right here. So this team's gonna have Justin Fields and T minus, I don't know, uh probably like maybe during this show. Okay. Barkley, I took at the very end of the second round, steal. Jameer Gibbs, don't judge me, okay? I took him in the third round. Kenneth Walker, I got Jamar Chase, number two overall. This is one of the best starts I've had on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty the entire offseason, and it's because of people freaking out like Petrified Peter on Saquon. Give me, give me the Quan, Give me the Kwan, Brucie. You're live. Oh, hold on, Brucey. We got a $20 Super Chat. Hang tight. Hang tight. Alert. Super
2: chat alert.
1: Thomas dropping a a wad on screen. Thomas, appreciate you. Thomas says, I'm in an eight-man, two QB, 0.5 PPR, super flex keeper league where I can keep two players where I drafted them last year. Um, Okay, is the pick you lose this year. Keep Saquon. 3.3, Hopkins, 12.6, Damian Pierce, 13, or Ramondre, 15.3. Clearly, you're keeping Ramondre at 15.3. That's a no-brainer. Saquon, assuming that's not 2.3, you're getting him at 3.3. I do like that. And I know that if you keep Damian Pierce, you get that second rounder. So I guess it depends on who you would get. I don't know if you want to call in, Thomas, who you would get in the second round or the third round if you were to throw Barkley back in, like if you could give me a couple names that you believe to be available based on the keepers. And then we can kind of reassess whether Ramondre Pierce and that player is better than um, Saquon, Ramondre, and then potentially, you know, 13th round is going to be a nobody. So we just got to kind of weigh that out on the board potentially. But if we assume that it's like a, a, a Jameer Gibbs, which I highly doubt it is because of the the two keeper you know, aspect. You're talking about fifth round, essentially, right? By the time you draft in round three. Well, actually, no, because you're just writing him in, right? So, yeah, I mean, we have to go over it. Based on your assessment, what player could fall to you? Let's talk about that. Because Damian Pierce in and in a Gibbs, uh, and uh, so Damian Pierce, Gibbs, and Ramondre is better than Saquon or Ramondre. You know, so it just depends on who's who, what player is going to be there, if it's a borough, if it's a field. So appreciate you, um, Thomas, dropping that. That is a tough dilemma to be in, given who could be available at the third pick. You know what I mean? overcomes says, I understand the anger from uh, from the running backs when thinking that. Uh... <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you, bro. When you, when people sign billion dollar deals, people get upset. I get it. I get it. And and, and when 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 uh, you know, like rookie like Wemby, yeah, well, rookie like Wemby gets fifty million, you know. And you see a another rookie not get fifty million. You see a rookie like Bijan, you know, get a small time deal. You say to yourself, why the rookie structured? Why the rookie deals structured the way they are in the NFL? The NFL is very very. It needs to be corrected at the rookie level, probably. In order to mirror other sports. So great point. Overcome. Appreciate you very much. Uh, so, Salty Chopper. Appreciate your super chat. B-Men says, where do you rank Saquon now? Uh, B-Men, are you still here? Sorry, I just saw this one. Smitty woke up in the middle of the night with uh, uh, pro, yeah, Vision. Saquon, one-year deal. Overcome. Appreciate you. I mean, we did call this to a degree because, you know... It was what I say, five percent chance he holds out. I mean, it was very, very small. Uh, the it was very, 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 um, very good bet to bet on Saquon Barkley coming back and to buy him at his cheap pricing for as long as you could. Where do you rank Barkley now, uh, B man? Appreciate you with your super chat. Um, I, I I'd say he's top five to seven, running back e- easy. Uh, he's top around two. I still draft him there. I don't like go running away. Remember what I said to you guys the last live stream? I said, here's the problem. If Barkley does, the longer Barkley holds out, the more likely injury is. Um, so it's. Um, it's uh, Isaac. Yep. I know a lot of people who, who bet on sports don't know anything about. no, Don't know any winners. Uh, most live chats only read super chats. That's not true here. and hopefully you know that um but what do we say when we walked out of of the last live stream that if he held out a long period of time which i didn't think he would the injury risk goes up um but barkley if he comes back vaults up to the top of the second round if he came back late i would be out if he if he did the the hypothetical was if he held out for let's say a month would I would I want to draft him had he climbed back up to the 2.2? The answer is no. I made it very abundantly clear that if he had executed a long holdout, that once he did come back and he climbed back up and people were racing to get him, I would be out because the injury risk would have gone up every single day he held out. So by the time a month went by, his injury risk was really high and his ADP climbed back to normal and I would have been deucing out. I would have been deuces. I wouldn't have come back, but that wasn't the likely the likelihood here. The likelihood was he would sign. He's a smart guy. He wants to get to work. The idea of him holding out for a month and a half has got to drive him nuts because he's a hard worker and he's a good he's a good teammate and and he knows what time it is. There's nothing to gain by holding out. Uh, the the one year the one year adjusted contract was the only move. He could have held out and got maybe more money in that adjusted one year. But again, tough to, tough to say that he would have gotten anything more and also, you know, he would have had the likelihood of injury which would have hurt his long-term deal odds for 2024 and beyond. So he had he had to bank on himself and say, look, I, I got to play. If I hold out and I get hurt, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? What if I come back a month from now and I get injured and then I can't get the the long-term deal next offseason? He has to bank on himself and I understand why he did it I understand why he did it you know what I'm saying you you, you can't sit here and and judge him when he's literally telling you I can't afford to not ball out and if I sit out a a month they sign other running backs like they did which isn't a factor but you know in this case (laughs) James Robinson but if I sit out and they start game planning around me guess what? I'm not going to have as big of a year. If I don't have as big of a year, guess what? Cost me on my next contract, which is next offseason. You can't blame the man for coming out. Brucey, you're live. What's up, pal? Thank you, B-Man. I appreciate you.
2: The running backs, remember when they had all that, they had that big Zoom meeting or whatever? Um, Ryan Clark was on uh, ESPN one time and he said, well, yeah, the running backs are underpaid, but They can't do anything until their next uh, negotiations are up with the NFLPA. How do you feel? Would would you in the NFLPA just say, look, I know I really can't, but I'm just going to give you a little leeway?
1: I I mean, it's tough to say, bro. I mean, the collective bargaining agreement is there for a reason, like the way that they, they operate. There's not much that can be done. I also told people I know people don't want to hear this because they want to defend the running back and I do too. And I come in here and I defend running backs and B men appreciate your super chat again B men says Gibbs Walker Najee in that order. I would say Gibbs Walker Najee. Yeah, I agree with that order. Whatever whatever question B men's answering B men's got it on lock right there. Uh but but people don't like this answer, Bruce. As much as I'm a, a running back defender, I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the players. I really am. I'm just going to say it and shoot you straight. The market is the market. You can't really fake the market. You can't fabricate the market. You can't force teams to sign running backs to long-term deals. If running backs don't hold up, running backs don't hold up. Like, what are you going to do? What can ultimately be done? Like, what are you going to do? Say, hey, you need to pay us more than the other player. Uh, Why do we need to do that? Uh, Because we get hurt and we don't have long con- we don't have long careers you know what i mean like think about think about the <laughs> the the actual argument that you're you're making there's only so much you can do you can take away the tag which i i said is a a good move that would be my suggestion you you can try and Love. force the market to correct itself briefly due to the deflated market that has been uh, manipulated essentially because once, you know, you don't sign a, a running back to a long-term deal, then you, you don't sign a running back to a long-term deal. Now, Barkley did help that by signing a, a, a contract. He is the first running back to sign a contract since Nick Chubb in 2019, I believe, uh, on a deal that has more than $10 million for the, for the season, for the, uh, for the, uh, you know, the actual salary amount. He is he is the only running back since Nick Chubb to sign a double digit one year deal or longer, you know, and so that that's good that that gets on the books as as one of the the top five salaries in the NFL, you know, so like that that helps. Um, I don't know what the franchise tag amount will be next year. No one knows until um, until you know until next year because it is it, not set in stone until you know they they make cuts and it's an adjusted amount and, you know that we'll find out in 2024 but uh i feel like i feel like you can't force a team this is an answer that nobody wants to hear this is not the popular answer i know everybody wants to defend the running back but the running back market is the running back market you could you can try and loft it up again and reset it you know for the player take away the tag and that's about it you cannot force a team to go down a road where the running back can't I mean the running back cannot prove his value. You know, like how are you going to force a team if the running back could prove his value, Bruce? And this is just this is the cold hard truth. If the running back could okay. prove his value, the running back would get paid. At the end of the day, it, it, when this whole thing plays out, if let's say Bijan and Gibbs go out and ball out for you know, for 5 years because they're on a 4-year deal with a 5th year option and they ball out to the point where the team comes to the table and Atlanta Falcons say in year number four, because nobody wants to walk into the the, the fifth year option. They want to ink the player to a long term deal. So let's say coming out of his going into his fourth year or coming out of his fourth year, uh Bijan Robinson gets offered a massive payday. It's a fifty million dollar extension for three years, four years, whatever, forty million, whatever it is, gets a big deal for a running back. Thirty five million guaranteed, thirty million guaranteed, whatever it is. And he gets that deal. Guess what? That's one stepping stone to making other teams go, okay, well, I guess we do have to pay. Running backs aren't gonna hit the free agent market like we expect. It's gonna, you know, this is the precedent. This is a stepping stone. But if if literally team after team says to themselves, look, we don't know if we don't know if, you know, this player, that player, whoever, I don't even want to use names because we love Bijan. He's gonna run for 15 years. Um, he's not, but we hope he does. But my point being is you can't force a team to believe in a market that's not proven. The running back market, after the five years, the four-year deal and the fifth-year option, if you're a first-round rookie, you don't have any proof that the running back's going to be worth a two- or three-year deal after that point. So franchise tagging's there. And that sucks. It sucks for the RB. It really, really does. But what are you going to do about it? How are you going to fabricate this? You can't. It is what it is. If the running back was worth more than his rookie deal, on average, then he would get signed. He would get an extension. He would get a contract. Other positions are getting extended. Other positions are a hot commodity coming off of their fourth year, their fifth year. It is what it is. You can only self-correct it so much, and I I hate to break it to to anybody, but the running back's getting screwed because the running back doesn't last long. You know, and that's that sucks. It really, if you wanna change it, you gotta go to the rookie contracts. You gotta pay Bijan what he's worth on the front end because you know what you're getting. That's I mean, that's the bottom line. If you wanna fix this problem, truly, you have to go back to rookie deals, restructure those deals, and allow rookies to make bank. Because in the NBA, Wemby's getting fifty million dollars to sign as a rookie and Barkley or I'm sorry, and Bijan is not. Bijan is as good as Wemby is to the NBA. Wemby to the NBA, I would say Bijan is even more valuable. I would say Bijan to the to the NFL is way more valuable than Wemby to the NBA at this moment in time. That could change. Wemby could become amazing or he could flop, you know, but 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 Wemby getting 50 million isn't fair. Comparatively, if you want to look at the NFL or running back contracts or or anything, you got to start there. That's where it is. That's where the discrepancy is. The rookie running backs is most valuable when he's on the lot. The moment you drive him like a vehicle off the lot, the value starts to tank. And so the rookie needs to get paid during his rookie contract. That's that's the plain, plain and simple solution. Nothing else is going to fix it. You can't fabricate it. You can't fake it. You can't force it. You can't tell a team, hey, you got to sign this guy to an eight-year deal. You know, or you got to give extensions. Why? Be- because, you know, hey, Barkley, why are you afraid to not sign a – or why are you afraid to not hit free agency and bank on yourself? Because he might get hurt. You know, like, it, it, it sucks, but it's the truth of the matter. And, Isaac, appreciate your $10 yeah. hauler, all $10 haulers. <clears throat> Get a blue shot, my man. And Isaac says well, then- uh, Deshaun Watson just faked the market and got Carr, Jimmy G, and Daniel Jones crazy contracts despite having mid-seasons. Christian Kirk faked the wide receiver market, and we're now seeing the effects this year. But, but the problem is Kirk earned his value, okay? He did. He actually did earn his value, and so it's justified in a way. For the teams, I'm not saying it is in my mind. I'm saying the teams now go, oh, yeah, well, Kirk was worth it. And the wide receiver lasts so long that they can get those extensions, but the running back doesn't. And the running back knows it. And the running back, part of the running back's argument is we get beat up and we don't last as long and we can't get the deal. And I get it and it sucks, but it is what it is, as Barkley said himself. And 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 just like we talked about, um, I, we don't believe – I don't believe that it's going to change anything in terms of the RB and we had this discussion on the show and it's, it's really hard to imagine that the running back ever isn't a a player of prominence at the end of the day, because the running back is the ball put in his hands. Everyone in high school wants the, the ball in their hands we had a that high school coach call in and we asked him we said hey how, are you feeling at the high school level that players don't want to play running back because of the the contract situation in the nfl he said no <laughs> no he's like every player in high school they're not worried about the contract yet they're worried about being in prominence being in the spotlight getting the ball in their hands the running back gets the football in their hands and that's not going to change anybody's desire to play the running back position because guess what? You do get the most attention as a quarterback in an RB in in high school coming into to, to the, to the college game, and it's not going to change it. It's not. Isaac, appreciate you dropping your $10 holler, my man. Dan, the Grim Reacher, dropping a, a dollar holler. Appreciate you. Uh, Best Life Martial Arts says no penalties, two keepers, Keeping Kelsey need one more Mahomes AJB. Um, in redraft, you don't get extra points for stacking, so like there's there shouldn't be a desire to stack this as a as a as a major benefit. This is not best ball, so it doesn't matter. In some ways, it hurts you. Not in this case, it doesn't because the offense is potent. I would probably say, bro, to be honest with you. You're drafting AJB ahead of Mahomes but it would depend it would depend for me the likelihood that you believe you have to get Fields or Burrow in 4 cuz or 5 if you could get Fields in 5 or Burrow in 4 I'm going to keep AJ Brown if you think quarterbacks are going to fly off the board in this league you know your league then and if you're you're able to keep Mahomes more years and it doesn't you said no penalties then, and you can keep Mahomes for, for 10 years if you wanted. I'd probably leave Mahomes. So, there's a couple different factors at play here. If you want to call in, you can call in and we can discuss it. But I certainly think that uh, those things would influence me. If you can keep them forever, give me Mahomes. If you can keep them for two, three, four years, you said no no penalties, but is there a limit? Then that changes it for me too. But it also depends on if you think, oh yeah, I'm gonna get fields in five. Believe me, they don't even like fields in this league. Like those are things that that I need to know. But if I had in a vacuum, I'm saying Mahomes. If I don't I have the answer to any of those inf- those pieces of information, and you're getting on a plane and the door is closing, you're like, Smitty, help! I say Mahomes, and it closes. And then I just hope it. it you know, I had all the information I could have. Uh, nobody is gonna play as hard if they're prepaid as opposed to working for it payday true, but bro, you, you know, comparatively the NFL versus the, the NBA for rookie deals is just not the same. So if you want to, if you want to pry into the problem, that's the problem. You know, Bijan Robinson is probably, you could say, I mean, even a pessimistic person could say in the top five for running backs in 2023, pretty much can guarantee that this guy's going to be a top five running back. He deserves to be paid like a top five running back because this is the only time that he could get that money. So that's that's where I'm talking about the rookie deals are the problem. But you can't force a team under the confines of the rules and the way the NFL's laid out, the way the the contracts are laid out. You can't you can't force a team to do anything, because you know what? You could say, hey, you got to pay first round rookie running backs more money. Guess what? they're never gonna go in round one again. That you know we, we just got we just got a big W as far as the running back goes in in the NFL. Two running backs not only went in the first round, they went inside the top 12. One inside the top 10, the other inside the top 12. That is a huge W for for running backs. You want to drive that that opportunity and the ability to, for, for teams to say, you know what, maybe this worked. Look, look at the Lions. It worked for the Lions. Hey, it worked for the Falcons. It's a copycat league. If you want to take away the momentum that the running back just secured by having two RBs, Go in the top 12. Be my guest. Go in and say, hey, first-round running backs get paid more. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin the momentum, and a running back will never get drafted in the first round again. There's only so much you can do. You can't even do it at the running back level as a rookie. you got to do it because then they just don't get drafted high. you got to do it across the league, and I don't think that's going to happen for a long time if ever. So it's, it is what it is, as Barkley says, plain and simple. Nico, you're live on the show.
0: I mean, I completely agree with uh, a lot of the stuff that you're saying, Smitty. Um, You know, I I think we kind of got hit with if you just look at the running back landscape in the NFL over the last like five, six, seven years. We've just been hit with a lot of really bad injury luck to some guys who we thought would have great, if not Hall of Fame careers. I mean, I could tell you right now, Todd Gurley didn't fall off a cliff following his all pro season with the Rams. You know, he he probably plays out that contract. If Le'Veon Bell goes to the Jets and performs well, he probably plays out that contract. The issue is, is, is these running backs just tend to get beat up so much in today's league. Um, you know, you can't necessarily hit players. I kind of attribute it to the rule change they made to where, and, and granted, you don't want players getting CTE, but you have linebackers and defensive backs, they don't really hit up high anymore where running backs used to be able to take those hits. It's constantly, you know, go after the legs, wrap around the waist, uh, you know, twist players as they're falling. And that, that mileage adds up on their ankles, their knees, so on and so forth. And so, you know, I think it's a miracle. Uh, Derek Henry has had the career he's had. Uh, Nick Chubb has had the career he's had. Um, but I, I just don't see, I don't see this getting fixed or resolved. Yeah, it can't. Um, I can't, I mean, it but, can't, you know, it, can't. It, it, can't. It,
1: it can't, it just, everyone wants it to, but it can't, you can't force the market. Like I said, you do it at the rookie level. They won't draft rookies in the first round ever again. And that momentum that did the, that the running back position just gained by getting two RBs to go in the top 12 will be wiped out. But, but yeah, I mean, as I said, I know a lot of people disagreed with me on the last live stream and I respect that. But the but my take and, and not only my take but takes from defensive players that were hard hitting defensive players. One is Eric Davis. Eric Davis obviously played uh, defense for the 49ers back in the day, and he was a hard hitting player. He he knows the thing or two, he's a very knowledgeable guy. And I I went I went at him in a live stream, not in a bad way, and I said, Hey, you know, here's my theory as to why running backs don't hold up anymore in the NFL. And play longer. What what say you? And he agreed. And he he said absolutely. I said, is it a harder hitting NFL and harder hitting like sport, you know, from a from a younger level? And he said absolutely. He said you know, and this is a guy that played in a in an old school era. You think he would defend his old school era, right? You think he would if 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 he had bias involved, he would come in and say, no, back in the day, these guys are you know they're nothing compared to when we were. We were back there twisting arms and breaking fingers in the in the pile. And that was true back in the day, like back in the Jim Brown era. You, you'd be in the pile. Lawrence Taylor would go into the pile after the play was over, just grab his hand in there, and just r- try and break a finger. You know, like it, it was rough, like for sure. But the harder hitting NFL back in the day, I don't think so. And that this is coming from players that played in the old school era. You know, I've talked to several of them before. Eric Davis, the most prominent, and Eric Davis said it's a harder hitting league. It just is. You're, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're eating more, they're working out more, medicine's got better, physical uh, training and therapy and recovery and and different things have gotten better and improved. And maybe guys were bigger in certain ways and in, in, in different ways you could look at it, but they're harder hitting. And then you throw in all the rule changes, like you said, to protect the head. And now you've got like the lower body shots, as you mentioned. There's a lot of reasons why the running back doesn't hold up, but it doesn't just doesn't just come from the NFL level it comes from Pop Warner in high school and college and if everybody's hitting harder stronger training at an earlier age if the Pop Warner kids are just this much better than they used to be and hitting harder and bigger and then when you get to high school you walk around Texas okay you go to a Texas football game you're like wait a minute I'm looking for the high school game this is a college game right here no, yeah. <laughs> they, they look like college players now. And and if you remember back to when some of us, I don't know how old you are, you might be a young guy, but but when I went to high school and you watched a high school game, they look like Pop Warner kids. like They, they can't round corners. Nobody's running precise routes. It's like you hear the drum beat. And it's like, you know, Phillips catches the football in the flat and he barely cuts the corner, and Phillips is running down the field, you know, not looking smooth at all, scores a touchdown, his uniform barely fits him. Like, I mean, that's the way it was back in the day for me when I saw a lot of these guys coming up, right? And now you go there and it looks like a college football player, cutting smooth, st- you know, striking his foot to the ground, just breaking off a, a crisp route, looking like a well-oiled machine, marching down the field. It wasn't that day, that way back in my day. It looked like a bunch of amateurs out there catching rounded cornered passes and, and just scampering down the field, see who could fall into the end zone. It's a much tougher game. It's tougher, more skilled from inception all the way through to high school. So those hits add up. High school adds up. Now a player, if you look at it like on a big scale, if you could you could look at it from 5,000 feet above and look at the, the path and like a heat map, so to speak, for injury and impact, you'd see a player exiting his four-year high school career with... A bunch of damage. Like if you picture it, like a, a like a, a Google map when it shows you when you hit traffic in the in the line, and then it goes red, and then it goes green, and goes red. You would literally see if you could zoom out and look at damage and impact and all that. You would see a player coming out of high school with more damage, and just say, "Wow, you know that guy took a lot more hits in college." Same thing. By the time a player gets to the NFL, their life their lifespan is already shorter. It's just shorter. That's because the running back position is all about hitting the hole. I always liken it to an elevator closing that you can't you know stick your hand in and it reopens. Let's pretend the elevator when the door closed it would smash you into a million pieces if you got in in there the the, the running back position is all about hitting the hole. you lose your step you're done you're done doesn't matter how smart you are didn't matter how smart Emmett Smith was currently doesn't matter how much determination and and ability Adrian Peterson has. When he's looking around using his intelligence and vision and all that he's learned, he loses a step. He's done. The whole close closes really quick in the NFL. And so that's why that position specifically can't be defeated. Father time gets you every time. Every time, whereas a wide receiver can play smarter, run a crispy route, lose a step and still be very good, still be a possession guy. You see wide receivers hang around longer than running backs hang around because once you lose a step, you're replaced. You're taken out. You're you're no longer effective at the NFL level. Running back position is just a bad position to play at the NFL level if you want longevity, but it's not going to change because it's a prominent position in high school you get the football in your hands and you get to make a statement. So, we'll see what happens, but but I think you're right in a lot of yeah. ways Nico and I think it just, you know, it, it's parallel to what I'm saying and uh appreciate it. What where are you drafted Barkley? 2.1, 2.2, 2.3, the holdout, even though he didn't really hold out, the the sitting out was not long. He's back. There's no more increased risk of injury. Um so are you taking a 2.1, 2.2, 2.3?
0: So um, I, I really like Barkley. Uh, I feel like in in my big prominent league, I have one league I do every year, which is like a $300 buy-in. Um, I have like the eighth pick there. So I, I'm considering taking him in the first. I'd reach up to the, like the 1.8. I kind of have him in, in maybe a similar tier of Pollard. I really like the Giants' run game. I like their coach. I like their offensive philosophy. And I, I do think it's important to note the incentives that he signed on his one year deal. Um, you know, it, it, it's incentivizing him to go out there and play like a superstar running back to get that next contract. So, Same thing
1: with Hopkins. I, I, I mean, ha- yeah, ha- Hopkins I and Barkley, him. you always want incentives in a deal if you're a fantasy football player. Because it makes that player work hard. Like Hopkins is going to do everything he can. The thing I love about Hopkins' this deal is those the accelerators or the the bonuses are uh, category you know independent. So he just has to get you know the ten touchdowns or whatever it was the you know the ten or eleven hundred yards roughly the eighty or so catches. I forget what Hopkins' deal was exactly again off the top of my head, but it, I mean it was it's it's great because it's like give me a mil. Give me a mill in just that one category. Give me a millie over in that category. Give me a millie over in that category. Like Hopkins is gonna make bank if he hits his incentives. Like Barclays are okay. Absolutely. Barclays are okay. I don't think this incentive package, you know, is near as good as Hopkins. Obviously, I mean, it isn't. We can see it, but it's always well, nice. I mean, it's I, always nice.
0: Yeah. No. It it, it definitely is. Um, I I think as a whole, I'm kind of shocked. I, I was kind of surprised that. The Giants didn't ink Saquon to a deal earlier. Um, I I mean, if you just look at Daniel Jones' numbers and even just watch him, just the eye test, you know, it's night and day with Saquon on the field and off the field. To be
1: fair, um, they did offer him a deal, though, bro. And and everyone keeps defending running backs and Saquon, but at the same time, we got to be honest with ourselves and say that he was offered, from what I heard, a $13-plus million deal. You know, and, and he did turn it down. And that was for multiple, that was 13 million a year for multiple years. Um, I heard it was above the franchise tag times two at one point. I don't know if that's accurate or true. We hear a lot of different smoke and rumors. But I believe he he rejected an offer that was better than what he ended up getting. And that's kind of on him to think he could control and push the market when the market is just not there. And that's why I'm saying these RBs can't, You can't fabricate it. You can't. And I'm not defending teams and owners for shortchanging running backs. And I get that it feels like we need to step in and do something, but the markets control themselves. And if teams don't see across the board that running backs are worth more than their rookie deals, they're not going, you cannot force them to feel differently. You can't. The only thing you can do is restructure rookie contracts in general to mirror the NBA and other teams where you pay the best players that are performing the best amount of money. This is not the case in the NFL. This is, uh, oh, who lucked out and got got a, a $50 million player for four years? We did. We did. We got B. John Robinson. We're getting a $50, $100 million player. We got him on a five-year deal. And we, and at the end of it, everyone's going to just stand up and go, wow, wow. Wow, you, you had a $50 million player that you pulled out, plucked out from, from the NFL draft, didn't have to pay him. Like, that. it's the rookie deals. It's it's on the rookie deals. That's It's really what it is. Like, everyone's trying to come up with yeah, a solution. And- there really is no solution. Take away the tag for the RB. That's all you can do.
0: Yeah, no, I I think you made a great point when you talked about the mileage that these players are walking in. Uh, It's not it's not what it used to be, um, you know, where you look at like a player playing three or four years of college ball and you're like, oh, well, they have some mileage on them. But right now, the high school level is essentially I mean, especially in some of these really competitive programs, college level football, you know, it's like D3, D2 level football in high school um i I mean i could speak from experience i have two back surgeries i played defensive line all four years in high school played 12 years of pop warner um i got i got the hell beat out of me uh played in the same program as deontay banks who went to um giants first round um you know the the size of these kids on the offensive defensive line i'm 5'10, 230 but I can tell you some of the kids I went up against were easily six two, six three. worked out, eat, breathe, and sleep football. And the mileage that these players are coming into the NFL with now is, like, gigantic it's, it's diff- compared to different. what it was in the 90s and 2000s. It's why quarterbacks are so good coming, like, as rookies in their first and second year. It's because they're, they're, the same, they're at the same skill level that NFL quarterbacks were at, you know, in their third or fourth year
1: in the nfl back in the 2000s so yeah all right pal hey I appreciate you calling in calling anytime nico absolutely thanks pal later
0: hey nico
2: Er hey smitty
1: yeah what's up bruce do
2: you do you think the running backs because nick chubb said this he says i'm betting on myself he's in the sixth year are you betting on nick chubb are you gonna put nick chubb to put in the no. uh no, 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 no. The, uh... No,
1: because this is this is why the teams are not wrong. I'm not saying it's fair. They're not wrong. Nick Chubb is like is like any running back that is, you know, 27, 28, you know, 26 with mileage. I mean, it just depends on the mileage and it depends on the age. But once you get to that like 27 year year old barrier, it's like you're not gonna get a three or four year deal. You're not gonna get an extension. You're, if you're lucky, you're going to get a two-year deal. If you're lucky, you know, or a three-year deal that's completely team-friendly that essentially is treated like a one or two-year deal. There, there's just no, there's nothing for Nick Chubb at the end of this rainbow because he's on borrowed time. When you turn 26 years old, you're on borrowed time, you know.
2: Yeah, because that's what I was asking. Like, wait a minute, Nick Chubb's betting on himself. I was like, well, maybe they should do it too.
1: But the, thi- the thing, the like, thing is everybody thinks they're different bro they all think they're different every running back thinks they're different oh I'm gonna last till 32 years old like and I can't blame them I would feel the same way but your body is gonna break down it's it's like uh there's too much data to look at it's like a it's like whenever you have you ask the audience on who wants to be a millionaire the audiences there's so many there's so many answers there's so many so much data it's usually always right. Um, the, the same thing here, when you're looking at these, this amount of players with, with the, the same, like, pretty much start date of their career, you, the same number of games played, um, you know, the same amount of, like, you start getting to a point where, like, you can be very predictive with it and say, look, the running back is breaking down at 28 years old. It is what it is, as Barkley said all month long. And it's it's just the most true statement you can say about all these top. Like it's so funny that that statement comes from Barkley because is it's the most fitting even for his situation. Nick Chubb is on borrowed time. Could he have one and a half more years? Could he somehow have two years? Yes. Derrick Henry's on borrowed time. I don't know if he's going to get another year, if he's going to borrow a whole year or not, but he's on borrowed time. There's there's no way on. If I'm a team, I'm giving Henry or Nick Chubb a, a multi-year contract. It would be one year at a time situation. Would I overpay if I was a team for Henry on a one-year deal? I probably would. I probably would. Absolutely. For one year, sure. If I was the Buffalo Bills, I would I would have said, "Trade me Derek Henry, and we'll give you a, a a little a little you know bonus. We'll we'll give you a little reconstructed contract." And we'll give you like another $4 million. Just come on over to Buffalo, pal. We'll take care of you. Like that works for me. But there's no way if I was a team, I'm giving Henry or Chubb or any older running back a three or four year deal because they think they're different. And I understand that. I respect that. And I would feel the same way. But the odds are extremely against Nick Chubb running like an insane monster for three more years. I know he feels like he can do it. But the running back body breaks down and there's a lot of data to say that 27 years old 28 years old is about the end of the line before you have maybe a half a season and then you get injured you know and it's not the running back's fault they're getting hit at the knees as the previous caller said they're getting wrapped up they can't you can't even hit them high anymore and then they have this mileage that's greater than any you know Derrick Henry's high school numbers were absolutely insane. Derrick Henry high school game log. I'm going to type this in right now and drag it on the screen. The amount of mileage that Derrick Henry had in high school was absolutely ludicrous. Just absolutely ludicrous. Look at these numbers in high school. This is absolutely insane. I believe this is his final season in high school. This is crazy. Look at this. It looks like a quarterback's numbers. 336 and 3. 242 and 4. 303. Let me get a little highlight over here. 303 and 5. 510 and 6. 362 and 6. 201 and 3. 215 and 3. 455 and 5. 242 and 3. 404 and 6. 485 and 6. 189 and 1. What was he doing? Fall, falling asleep this game? 189 and 1? One. That's all he that's all he pulled in? 317 and 4 he had 4200 rushing yards and 55 touchdowns. <laughs> like like when you look at when you look at that and you say to yourself, how is the man even running anymore? How does the man even have any ankles at this point? Like look at that mileage and granted he was ripping off, you know, 10 and 12 and 11 and 10 and 16 and 19 yards per carry, <laughs> but it's like uh you know, you just ask yourself how in the hell are these these players still doing what they're doing even at 27 28 years old because the mileage is crazy that is the most insane high school game log i have ever seen in my life it makes you want to draft him right now like 510 and six touchdowns that is crazy that is crazy his worst game was 189 and one pathetic performance right there amongst all these other games <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like hold-
2: I said, I, I, we're on the uh, other end of the spectrum. Like I'm betting on running backs that bet on themselves and be like, "Look, give me a Dalvin, He's a bum because he got offered one year, seven million by some team, and he turned it down. And
1: yeah. beat his look. Look, a- everyone wants to blame the league. And I get it. And I, and I, there's a, t- to a certain point, I agree with a lot of what people say. But Henry was, or Henry, Barkley was offered a contract that, that, to me, sounded, from what I've heard, sounded like a pretty darn good deal given the current running back climate. He turned it down. He thought he could Is get he a whole, that... he thought he could get a whole bunch more, and he was wrong. And, and they tried, the the, look, I've he heard, the I've end. heard a good authority, Bruce, from, Two people I trust very close to the Giants situation, and then also Adam Schefter. I think it was no, I think it was uh, I think it was um, Rapaport that confirmed what I'd heard. Is the Bark the the Giants came to Barkley with two or three really really very strong offers, you know, in terms of the market and with good intentions of wanting to get him inked before even Danny Dimes and even after they came to the table three times and said, "Hey, you know, what if we do this? Hey, what if we do this?" And Barkley wanted more. And I and I don't blame him for wanting more, but it sounds like at the end of the day he got less than the best offer they gave him or it's at at worst equal to but not long term. You know, it sounds like they came to him with the 13 to 14, I hear, 145, 135 in between there per year multiple year deal with a guarantee amount that exceeded um you know 24 22 to 25 million dollars in guarantees and I know that's not what everybody wants but you know was there an incentive package like Hopkins in there or something around the 2 to 3 million dollars at least incentives on top of the 24 22 24 million dollars guaranteed I heard it was 23 24 I don't know but I I mean end of the day you you know you get twenty three twenty four million dollars guaranteed and you get a two three four million dollar you know incentive package as an RB at his age with an injury like an ACL tear that he did recover from it's kind of on Barkley you know it's kind of on Barkley that he didn't get a deal done from what I hear he should have signed the 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 best offer that they did give him and he didn't and now he's kind of taking a back step into probably what is in his mind, out of principle, the same amount of one of those deals. Like, you got to think about Barkley. Barkley probably came to the table and said, look, I'm not taking anything less than what you offered, at least at a one-year level. That way, it's kind of like he's saying, okay, I am I feel good about this. I'm getting what you offered me divided by two. Okay, I'm finally getting that, and I'm banking on myself to go get something better, which he could do, and it end up being you know better at the end of the day, possibly, because he could get a two-year deal on, at the back end of this year, and then that way it'd be three years instead of two years, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but let's not feel too bad for Barkley and the running backs because I, I you know, it, it is, it is a market that is set by the performance of the player. And if the player's performance far, far exceeds the, 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 in general, the running back pay, it will adjust it will self correct because it's a supply and demand world and a supply and demand NFL and it, you know there's only so there's only so much that you can that you can blame on the team until the rookie contracts get reworked which i don't think they will do um brucey i'm going to head out here wondering. yeah go ahead one more question
2: I said, I thought it was the deal where Barkley put the big eye emojis when, I think it was Schefter or Rappaport put up the thing and Barkley just put like a hat or something on it. Yeah. um, On
1: Twitter. Um, You hear, you hear that uh, backyard? Listen to the sound. This is the backyard. They're they're working, they're working on the, they're leveling the yard. I'm getting the, I'm going to try and make my, I'm reinvesting. And we're putting uh we're putting a nice little uh backyard in there so that your boy Smitty can do some nice live streams back there. Um, I've got the basketball court. I just gotta get it all lit up and uh they're putting down the pavers right now. This this crew's doing a good job. Ziggy off. Uh anything else, Brucey? Nah,
2: I just wanted to say, you know, like you know, difference of opinion on the... But I do agree with you on the rookie running back contracts. Actually, all contracts should have the uh, uh, fifth-year option removed.
1: Yeah, I think I think you take away the fifth-year option and then you take away the uh, franchise tag for RBs, which is an unfair move, but it's the only move you can do. You can't force teams to pay them more. The only thing you, you could say, hey, rookie running backs in the first round get paid X amount more. Guess what? You just ruined... Running backs going around one. They just got the momentum back, you know. Gibbs and Bijan both top twelve. Like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna ruin that. We're gonna ruin that too. All right, uh, Brucey, appreciate you, pal. Yep. Later, Uh, uh, Charles. What's up, my guy?
2: Hey, how are you doing? I know you kind of leave, but I was just wondering where do you see Jacobs going, or where you think he'll be picked up at?
1: Uh, Picked up at? What do you mean?
2: As in, he's a free agent, so where do you think he'll go?
1: As a free agent? What do you mean?
2: Like, Josh Jacobs is a free agent, so where do you think he'll be picked up
1: at? He's not a free agent.
2: Oh, he's not. Oh, okay.
1: No, Josh Jacobs didn't sign his franchise tag, and he's doing what Barkley was doing, holding out, essentially. Or You're not holding out because you're not technically under contract, but sitting out and not signing his deal, and he's holding out. He's not getting picked up anywhere. Where he's getting picked up is the airport. And he's been, he was, he was, he was driven out of town or flew out of town or, you know, he left Las Vegas and he's not, uh, he's not playing football as of right now. Like he's hold, he's going to potentially sit out the season. He's, you know, threatening Barkley was very much on, on the fence of not signing his deal. And, and like he didn't, you could tell the vibe in his interview was that he was going to end up signing his franchise tag. Josh Jacobs was slapped with the franchise tag. Charles and he has to sign okay. that deal, or they give him an adjusted one-year deal like Barkley got from New York. Maybe this triggers that. Um, but if he doesn't sign that deal or a one-year deal adjusted based on that franchise tag amount, he's he's sitting out the entire season. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, sorry about that. No, no, no. I apologize. Maybe I should listen to your show show more. I Probably. apologize.
1: Probably. It's okay. Um, but but I have, to answer I have
2: one more, your, I have one more uh,
1: one yeah I say to, to answer you, your question so. in general though I do think he comes back in place I don't think I don't think Jacobs is dumb enough to sit out the entire season. Okay, well, I
2: have a question actually. So since it's a hundred plus degrees in Arizona, why do you have the fireplace going? Do you, do you, uh, I just I mean, like you stay.
1: You... I like staying warm, Charles. Um, okay. It uh, it keeps me on my toes. And uh in the places the show's fire, bro. You know. Right. Hence hence why okay. and we even you know what, and that on that note, Charles, we're gonna go ahead and turn on the fireplace as well over in the corner. Hold on. It's on. It's on, Charles. I'm surrounded by fire. The studio's on fire, Charles. All right, I appreciate it, Smitty. You have a good one. Yeah, hey Charles, call in anytime. Don't don't be don't be worried about the misstep there, uh, it, you know, Oh yeah. 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 But Jacob, to answer your greater question, Jacobs will, I think come to the table, sign his $10.1 million deal. Um, I think Barkley didn't do him any favors by, you know, if you want to look at it that way, coming to the table for his deal, it's kind of like they were all locked arm striking, like the, like the writer's union and the actors right now in Hollywood. And then somebody broke off and went, (laughs) went and signed a movie deal. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know what it's gonna do to Jacobs his fight now, and not to mention, I don't know, bro, if it was me, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care if I'm the Raiders, cause, but, but they they probably don't think objectively, they probably think they can win. I, you can't win, you can't win. Like I don't know why they franchise tagged him to begin with because it really held him back from getting that bag. And what good is he gonna do then? <laughs> what good is Jacobs gonna do in in Las Vegas running up against eight man walls, eight man fronts, big brick walls? And Jimmy Garoppolo just right. puttering down the field. I, I think it was a shame that he didn't get a chance to go get his one opportunity and grab the grab it by the balls. But uh, anyway, all right. all right, Charles, appreciate you. Call calling anytime. Hey, take care. Yeah, call anytime, pal. All right, all right uh, Nico says uh, five dollar hauler. Thanks for letting me call in, Smitty. Take care. Good luck on your backyard at Casa del, del Smitty. Appreciate you, Nico. Appreciate your call. Appreciate your super chat. I appreciate you. Isaac says Saquon shouldn't pay for Darius being a bust. Says Isaac, um, yeah, the 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 it, it, the market does suck. I'm not denying that. Three wide receivers, two running backs. Redraft. Would you rather have Chase Walker or Bijan London? I mean, that's that's about as e- even as it gets. Even even like the value, like Bijan and, and Bijan Ch- and Chase are one, two, three, top three overall. Walker London are both like fourth round gold, fifth round gold. If they fall, I mean, I love both of those, so I, I I'd say it's very arguable, very even. Um, in redraft, I probably would lean. I would probably lean Chase Walker. If you could give me Charbonnet, but if not, then it's it's really even, Steven. That's a great question, B man. I'd love to know what the chat thinks. What side would you rather have in redraft, the Chase Walker or Bijan London? Let's see what the chat thinks. That's a great question. Problem is next year, Saquon is an older, uh, is older and the Giants can use that against him when they, when negotiating. I don't think he'll want to go back. I don't think, I think they could franchise tag him again, but I don't think they'll do that. Cause it'll be 120% the cost because when you franchise tag a player two years in a row, it's, it's much more expensive. Uh, but at the running back cost of entry though, for a franchise tag, maybe that's the one position that will get franchise tagged again twice because It's such a cheap amount for, uh, you know, 120% is nothing. So maybe he does get franchise tagged again. Problem is, if he balls out too much, they're going to franchise tag him. And if he doesn't ball out enough, he's not going to get the deal he wants on the open market. So it's like a double-edged sword of of horrible, you know, uh, outcomes but but Barkley's in a dilemma. He's going to go ball out. I I believe in him and I and I love him in the second round and I cl- freaking cleaned up in this underdog draft. Cleaned up in this underdog draft, drafting Saquon Barkley. Look at this team right here. All these poor saps just watching me scoop him up in the near third round territory. Don't you mind where I took Gibbs. Don't you judge me. Don't cast a stone when you have done the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it happened. It happened. Just ignore it. Walk around it. I took, I took Gibbs early. Big deal. Look at this team. Barkley, Gibbs, Walker, Chase about to take Fields. Let me. In fact, let me see if I'm on the clock in this league. I'm two picks away and Fields is sitting there and I'm going to grab. This guy's been on the clock for, for eight hours over the night. Wake up, bro. Wake up. Saquon Barkley signed his deal. Wake up. Oh, he just picked twice in a row and he didn't take Fields. It's Fields of Dreams times, baby. Let's go. Here we go. New screenshot inbound. Here we go. Just updated this team. Putting it on screen in 5, 4, 3, 2. Ready for glory? Let me update this, this graphic because it looks unbelievable. Is this not one of the best teams you've ever seen assembled on Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY? Good lord. Just got him. As I was speaking, the guy drafted. He's probably watching the show right now. Fields. Barkley. Gibbs, Walker, Jamar Chase. Where's the bank? Where's the bank? I think I'm going to walk straight to the bank. Where's the bank? Ziggy. No, never mind. (sighs) Fields of gold. Fields of dreams. Look at this guy. Leave it on the fields, just in time. Fields of dreams.
0: Fields like making love.
2: Outstanding in his fields.
0: Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields.
2: Battlefields tested. Fields.
0: Fields. He's for fields. Uh.
1: Unbelievable squad. Is this not? Can someone tell me? Is this not one of the best teams you've ever seen assembled? in an underdog fantasy promo code smitty one of the best teams i've ever seen get assembled through the first five rounds first five rounds justin Fields, saquon barkley jameer gibbs kenneth walker jamar chase tell me tell me shoot me straight i won't get mad tell me your honest opinion that is an absolute monster monster team underdog fantasy you in a grandma league smitty this is a, a best ball draft full of grandma's Apparently, I joined in right when grandmas were logging on to underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. You know, grandmas logged on. Apparently, during bingo, I, I must have, uh, during, a, a, in between a, 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 a spacing of bingo tournaments, I apparently had a bunch of grandmas rushing to underdog to jump in a league. And look at that. Look at that. That team is phenomenal. Uh, Let's see if I've got any other Super Chats here. Let me put this beautiful team over here. It's right in the corner. James of the Super Chat. He was offered multiple deals between last season and this season. Petrified Peters were worried he was never going to waste a year in his prime sitting, says James. Agreed. That's why he told everyone to draft him. Um, 5% chance he was going to hold out, I said. 5% chance he was going to really, really sit out the year or any sort of significant time. 5%, boom, now becomes zero. Today became zero. It is Saquon Barkley season. Let's ride. The guy's an absolute monster. Smitty approved, Saquon Barkley. You've just been Smitty approved. Yeah, Maddow says grandma's making cookies and drafting on Underdog Fantasy the day Smitty gets into this draft there were grandmas everywhere in this draft. It was like Grandma Susan. It was Cookie Cutter Mary. There were so many grandmas in this particular draft. And the grandma that just drafted in front of me was taking forever. She must have been knitting a sweater. She couldn't stop counting or something. And it's absolute. Look, Melvin says straight fire team. Uh, I sent you a, a palm team. in. I drafted this morning. says Sick Nasty. Okay, I'll take a look at it. Appreciate you. Alright guys, I'm out of here. Hit that thumb up button on the way out the door. We'll be live later. We're always live when news breaks. That's how we roll. That's how dad did it. That's how I do it. And we're live at 8pm moving forward. Make sure you are on August 1 moving forward from August 1. Uh, You're live in the morning. Of course we are D class. There's breaking news. D class we go live when news breaks my guy. We go live when news breaks. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show live, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. Peace out. Live at 8 p.m. Eastern, starting August one. Appreciate all your super chats. You guys rock. Nico, thank you for your super chat. Isaac, appreciate you. B man, appreciate your super chat. Travis, appreciate yours. James, thank you very much. Best life. Uh, best life martial arts, appreciate you. Isaac again with a super chat. Thomas with that $20 hauler earlier. Overcome, appreciate you. Salty Chopper coming in strong in the beginning. B man dropping the first super chat. Of the day. Which gets a standing ovation. B-Man. Appreciate that. First super chat. I always try and give the first super chatter. A standing O. Especially at the end. You know. Calling you out. Like the monster you are. Alright. See you all at 7pm. Again. That time changes to 8pm. Eastern. Starting August 1. And then we're drafting tonight. Underdog. Fantasy promo code. Smitty get your uh get your app already downloaded and signed up use the link in the description um the link is right here as well i'm going to drop it right now make sure you are signed up and ready to go underdog fantasy promo code smitty get in there and get ready so you're not scrambling click the link now it's in the description of every video including this one click the link now in the live chat sign up, uh, $10 minimum. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit, but get ready to draft. If you aren't already signed up, click that link now. You're not going to get in tonight. Peace out. Appreciate you all. Reebok, I see you. Terry Roberts, I see you. James L. Greg L. Ethan. Matt O. DJ Meat Missile. Travis Rowe, my boy. Overcome, my boy. Jack Beck. Robert, D-Class, James, Melvin Torres, sick, nasty. Veda in the building. We'll have to go harder in Vegas next time. Veda, my boy. Reebok needs to go to bed, he says. It's past his bedtime. Get to to bed, pal. B-Man, appreciate you. I'll see you all later today. Go get burrowed. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.